blissful. You just like feel so good. Everything is going so well. And, and you're like, man, this is it. But you got to check your heart. You got to check your heart. Um, because your heart uh, is important to your creativity. Your, your heart is important to what I do on behalf of the king. Right? And, and how I work. Uh, so uh, in Proverbs, uh, it says this. Death and life right is in the power of your tongue right and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof right now everybody said death and life is in the power of your tongue so what you speak what you speak is what you manifest but what you speak really comes from what you think so what comes out of your mouth, whether it's life or death, is what's in your head. And what's in your head will create the way you feel. And so if you're feeling funky, you might want to check what you're thinking. Right? If you're feeling terrible, you might want to think about and check, what, what, am I, what have I been listening to? What have I been watching? Who have I been hearing? What, what have I been around that's affecting my thinking? Because it's also affecting my mood. All right? Uh, and so, so that's important. Uh, in Matthew, it says, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Right? So what's down there, uh, what's coming out? I said, listen, I know. See, I didn't mean to say that. Yes, you did. Because out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth going to speak. What's down here? Something's about this heart. When your heart is broken, you say things. And you want to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it, but you really meant to say it because your heart was broken, yeah. right? And when your heart is aching, uh, it affects your speech, right? But when they're working together, uh, and your heart is right, and you've been doing right, and you know you're doing right by people, and you're feeling good about it, and you make that connection, and man, it's like a Wi-Fi signal, and it's like I'm, I have a strong signal, now I can connect not only with God, but also with people. Because everything is about relationship with people, right? Now, uh, it's important to understand this here, and your heart and your brain need to work together. So out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaketh. So I got to be careful uh, what comes out of my mouth. Because my mouth sends a signal or it sends a, a wave. I can literally, I'm talking now, and through this microphone, right, there's a wave signal uh, the sound is transferred, and somewhere else on the other side of the country, that someone's listening to my Wi-Fi or listening to me on Facebook or whatever, is hearing my voice, and it's going in their ear, and it's messing with some little uh, tingly things in their ear, and they can hear what I'm saying over here. But it's all a wave. So what you say has a big impact on where you are and who you with. That's why I can pray for you, and you don't even have to be here, and then I can pray for you, and it, it affect you over there. Jesus was in a situation, and a man says, uh, uh, Jesus, you don't need to come. I just send your word, right? Because I know if you speak it, it'll be there, right? So how many people have been on the phone with somebody say, I'm praying for you, right? Uh, you wasn't there with them, but you believe that your prayers went through, right? Uh, so you got to realize, like, wait, wait, that must mean something. If I say it, it must mean something, right? So I got to be careful what comes out of my mouth. Right? So I got to make sure my heart is right. 
Because if my heart is not right, or what comes out of my mouth will offend you. It also will affect you. All right? And what I come out of my mouth will destroy our relationship. Or it will bring us closer together. Right? Uh, so it's important to understand your heart and your brain and how they work together. And we're going to talk about that. And why God used that and why it doesn't really make any sense. Right? Uh, so, uh, for as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now, when he talk about men, now we're not talking about male, female. We're talking about the human species, right? So as you think, so is you. So as you start to think, right, and be careful because once you start thinking it, right, and once you open your mouth, you start to manifest what you've been thinking. So sometimes it's better to be thought a fool than to speak out and remove the doubt, right? Uh, but once I, once I speak it, I'm, I'm getting ready to manifest it. Right? And so I want you guys to understand that because it's important because it's crucial in the kingdom of God and how God operated. Right? So now, uh, in Romans, uh, Paul was writing to the church at Rome, and here's what he said. He said, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. All right? Therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. He said, what do I got to do with my thinking? Because your body is going to go where your mind take it. I want you to understand that, right? And he knows that you need your bodies to work. And so what's got to happen is the way you think and the way you speak, your body is the instrument that God uses in the world to get things done and to move and to connect with relationships. So Paul says, now listen to him, I'm begging you now. Then he says this, and be not conformed to this world because this world, uh, the world that does not have a relationship with God and does not understand who God is, and they just move in, they don't care what their heart is like. Whatever comes up, comes out. That's just how I am. You have to accept me who I am. I don't care if I hurt your feelings. Uh, it just it is what it is. That's your problem, not mine. Well, it makes a difference, right? So he says, uh, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. The reason why he wanted you to renew your mind, because he knew that if you change the way you think, you might change the way you speak. And as you change the way you speak, you change your surroundings and your environment. Right. And so that's crucial. And we want to talk about that. Now, in Genesis chapter one, all right, uh, we get to see God on display. Now. Uh, when I get through this here, uh, you, you'll understand this one, neat, neat, all right? In the beginning, all right, God created the heavens and the earth, all right? Now, who created? Now, let's keep that in mind. I want you guys to understand, God created. Now, I want every young person, I don't care how old you are, I want you to hear me and hear me well as I walk through this. Because Genesis 1 and John 1 really kind of go together, right? Now, Here's what he says. Now watch. In the third verse, God created the heavens and earth, and then here's what God did. Now hear very clearly, right? In the third verse, and God, and he said, something just happened to my screen. All right, it's me, right? So I get to see it. All right. He says, and God said, everybody said, God said. Okay, now, so now God is speaking. So now God was thinking, and now, uh, Tasia, he's no longer thinking. He's now speaking. So God said, and whenever God says something, he's getting ready to do something. 
right? Now, power is in the tongue. So now what was in your head is no longer in your head, and I want everybody to know what it is, so now he speaks it, right? In verse 6, he said again, and God said, right? He said, let there be firmament in the midst of the waters, and that it was so. And then in verse 9, and God said again. So God spoke again. He said, and let the waters under the heaven be gathered together under one place, and let the dry land appear, and it happened, right? And then in verse 11 of that first chapter, and God said, all right? He said, and let the earth bring forth grass, and the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. Now, who said it? God said it. And when he said it, he spoke it, and it what? Happened. Everybody say it happened. So whenever God spoke it, it happened. Then he said this. He says, uh, uh, and God said, let there be light. Right? And it was light. And then in verse 20 says, and God said, let the waters bring forth abundance that's moving, creature, moving creatures that uh, have life and fowls that fly over above the earth in the open firmament of the heavens. And it was so. So now God speaks again. Martha, and when he speaks again, it happens again. So it seemed like every time he opened his mouth, something happens, right? And then in verse 24, it says, and God said again, and he says, and let the earth bring forth living creatures after its kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth after its kind, right? And then verse 26, he spoke again, and God said, right? He said, let us make man in our image. After our likeness. Now, now he had it in his head, and then he spoke it, Lynetta. Now, I want you to understand when you open your mouth, it's important. Because uh, this, this has a lot to do with you. I don't care what everybody else say. I'm talking to you, right? So then in Genesis chapter 2, everybody say Genesis chapter 2. In verse 7, and the Lord God formed a man of the dust of the ground. And he breathed into the man's nostril the breath of life. So now God is starting to make some things. So he takes this man and he takes his dust and he creates this man from this dust and he breathes into him the breath of life. And what he's about to do, he's about to do a shift, right? And he's about to empower man to start doing what he's doing, right? And he's going to let you know what I do, you can do. So when he told him, when he created man in, in, in verse 26, he said, I'm going to give you dominion. Right? Uh, I'm going to give you dominion. Now listen. Everybody say, I'm going to give you dominion. Now hear me well. Look at me. When God said, I'm going to give you dominion, it was important to understand he wanted you to have power in the earth. All right? Now, look at verse number 9. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. Now, here's the big part. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of what? Tree of what? Of what? So now he creates another tree, right? And it's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Right now, so this tree was a unique tree because this tree uh, was going to give you true dominion, right? Because you don't know how to manage stuff if you don't know the evil and the good, right? Uh, and so, uh, as we read it, 
uh, and you got to do some research into the Bible to really understand it, because it seemed like God didn't want them to have, he didn't want them to know good and evil. But he really, there's no way you can have dominion over anything don't know the good and the evil. Because you got to be able to manage it. Right? Amen? Right now. So then in verse 17, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that you eat, that you shall surely die. Because the minute you get this here, man, the game change. Because once you gain knowledge of something and understand how it is and how it works, be careful because now death is going to enter the picture. Right? Now, be careful because you get too much knowledge and you don't know how to manage it, it'll kill you. Right? And so we're going to kind of talk about the power uh, that God gave us. Right? Now, in verse 3, or the third chapter, uh, there's a conversation that took place, uh, and these male chauvinists, I don't want to talk about them, but that's what they are, right? And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eye, uh, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, because this tree was going to give them wisdom to help to have dominion, right? And she knew it, right? And, uh, and so she took it, and she ate of it, uh, and she gave some to her husband, right? Uh, and he ate some. Now, remember, now, the way we've been teaching all the time, and we won't get into that, is, well, he gave it to her, and she's the one that messed up. But I want you to know she was standing right there, and he could have said, I don't want none either, but he ate some, right? Now, the, the, the point of the matter is to understand there was this knowledge of good and evil or uh, that they was going to eat this tree, this fruit, and it's going to give them some wisdom. Verse 7 says, and the eyes were open. Once they ate it, their eyes were open. Once you get knowledge, then your eyes are open. A lot of us are operating in darkness because we have no knowledge, right? And when we don't have any knowledge, we just go by what people tell us. And so we end up in a rut because we don't know anything, right? And so because we don't know who we are and who we are, we walk around powerless. Everybody said powerless. Because we don't have no knowledge of what's going on. And so we don't know good or evil. We don't know what's going on because we have no knowledge of anything. And the Bible tells us that man perished because of the lack of what? Because you don't have no knowledge, right? So now if he said, now listen to me, this is important now. Now, if he told us, right, that you perish because of the lack of knowledge, why he didn't want them to have knowledge? Right? And if he wanted them to have dominion, how can you have dominion without having knowledge? Right? And so that's important. So don't let anybody tell you don't read this. You don't need to know this. Because you need to know. Right? Uh, and if you don't know, uh, you end up in a rut. And we're going to talk about that. Right? Now, so not understanding who you are in God matters. Because people tell you who you are, so you don't read and understand who you really are. But I want to read a verse of you, and then I'm going to kind of bring this thing in for you. Here's what he says in verse, chapter 3, in verse 22. I want us all to read it together. Ready? Read. And the Lord God said, read. Stop. All of a sudden, something just happened, Terio. Something just happened in Genesis chapter 3. And what just happened? Right? 
Say it, Margaret. They became like God. All right? Now, people don't want to talk about it, but he's telling them they became like us, like God. No, watch this here. To know good and what? Evil. And now, he said, now lest we put forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat, they'll live forever. He said, now they got the wisdom and the knowledge. We got to be careful. Now listen, you have the ability because God is in you to accomplish and be anything you want to be. And you can be as creative as you want to be. And here's the power. How did God operate? God operated by speaking things into existence. The power was in God's tongue. When you read Genesis or when you read John chapter 1, it says, in the beginning was the word of God. And the word was God, right? And, the, and it was in, everything was created by him, right? So everything you speak, watch your mouth. Everybody said, watch your tongue, y'all. Right now, watch your mouth because your mouth is so important to your life. Right? So now, what you think is important because what you think is what's going to come out of your mouth. Right? Now, I want you to understand about getting out of this loop. I want you to understand who you are right, and how God created you. God created you to have dominion and he created you so he can live inside of you. And he made it very clear. But somebody told you that you was nobody and nothing. And, 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 and so they told you that you had to be subject to them. So they want to control you. Right? Uh, nobody can control you because God controls you. And you have to understand that. Right? So now that I understand that, if I understand my heart and I understand my brain, now watch how thinking works. God works uh, on your intuition. So when a thought comes up, it's almost like God drops it in. The minute I start thinking is the minute things start going downhill. Right? So you got to watch your thinking. Right? So now, most things uh, that you run into is neither good nor bad, evil or good. It's just a situation. So something happened in your life. Now you determine by the way you think whether that thing is going to be good or it's going to be bad. Right? Now, you're going to say, now, if you think on it too much and you start thinking too much, if you don't watch it, you'll start going downhill. you start thinking too much. you got to watch your thinking because your thinking will take you down a rabbit trail and you'll go too far. So God will drop something in your intuition. He'll drop that spirit right in you. And when God drop it, he gave you the answer, but you start thinking. And once you start thinking, you start going backwards. And you start going downhill. You're like, no. Now I want you to think about this. Two people are having dinner at the same table, right? And they're both having the same experience. And they're both having the same conversation. But something happens at the table and somebody wastes some coffee, right? It gets on nobody, but, but it wastes and it falls on the floor. One person at the table is furious because this coffee was wasted. The other person said, give me a towel and, and wipe it up. They both experienced the exact same thing. But both of them handled it differently. One of them thought the guy was racist because he knocked a cup over on us because we was the only black people in the, in the restaurant. Said so they did it on purpose. 
The other person said, no, nah, it ain't really happened like that, man. It was an accident. He bumped it. No, I'm telling you, he didn't do it to nobody else. I saw him when he tipped his arm. Now, what really happened? What really happened is the way that person stopped thinking. They started thinking, and they made the situation a situation. And the more they thought about it, the worse it got. Right? And that's what happens to us. Right? Uh, we have all these things, and we start thinking, and then God wants us to trust him wholeheartedly. And he said, I want you to trust him. In order for you guys to really operate on God, your heart got to be right. Now, what affects it? The more, now watch this here. Your heart and, listen to me, your feelings. Here's what happened. When I feel bad, I think bad. And I start thinking so bad, I get so angry because I'm thinking. And I'm more upset. I get more upset with Ardina the more I think. Because I think you should have did this here, and I don't understand why you didn't do it. And I keep on. And it gets worse and worse. And the more I think, the worse it gets. If I look at the situation, it, ain't, it didn't happen. It was just this. They just wasted coffee. It's not a big deal. Let's move on. Right? But if you... Don't get your heart right. Everything you see is ugly. You got people that just pessimists. They, they see the worst in everything. Everything they see is the worst. You try to show them the good in it, and they see the bad. You try to help them, and they show you the worst scenario. Why is that? It's because their heart is not right. And because their heart is not right, they start to think differently. And when you think different, what happens? You start to feel different. Now, if I want to feel good, Right? And I'm going on a vacation, right? Um, one day in my life, right? So, and then so I start thinking about how much fun it's going to be, right? And if I, the more I think about it, man, the more I start feeling good about it, right? But if I think about going, uh, I wanted to go to Africa, right? And I thought about going to Africa, and my legs was hurting and all that. And the more I thought about it, the worse I felt. And I'm like, I'm not going to Africa because it's going to be miserable. I can't walk over those terrains and all that kind of stuff. So I took a good situation, and I thought about it too long, Margaret, and it became bad. But when I first thought about it, I was all excited. I'm going to learn some stuff, and I'm going to do And then I stopped thinking. And I thought so much, I thought myself right out of the trip. Right? And that's what you all do. God shows you some things, and he drops something in your spirit because God is working in your mind, and he drops it in, and he says, just do it and believe it, and then you don't, right? Here's why you don't. Because in life, you start to experience so many different things in life. You have so many encounters, and when you're not connected with God, you let those things impact your life, and now they control your heart. So now your heart is not in sync with the way you think. And when there's no coherence, and there's no unity, everything is, it's almost like when I, uh, I went to the doctor and uh, I had messed up my shoulder and my shoulder was hurting so bad uh, that they gave me uh, a muscle relaxer, right, uh, to help me with my pain. And they gave me the muscle relaxer and my heart went in the AFib. And when my heart went in the AFib, uh, uh, I couldn't walk that far. I take three, somebody need to turn these air, this air on for me, right? Uh, so now, uh, somebody didn't take this. Somebody better move fast, right? So now, they, uh, everybody looking like, hey, turn it on, turn it on, right? Now, so what happened, now, now watch the heart. So now, be, 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 because I took a muscle relaxer, the muscle relaxer was supposed to help me, but it hurt me. Uh, because your heart is one of the biggest muscles in your body, right? And so I didn't realize that the muscle relaxer that helped me with my shoulder Slow my heart down. So now I'm in AFib. Now I got to go back in 
and they gave me some Michael Jackson juice, and they had to shock me to try to get my heart back in the rhythm. Uh, that's what we need. Some of us, our heart is out of beat. You got an irregular heartbeat. You, 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 you're not in unity with God. You're mad at everybody. You're upset. You've been out of shape. You're not happy with your job. And, and so you got to think you're in this, in this loop, and you need to be shot back in coherence and get your heart and your mind thinking together. So, Because I can't work on behalf of the king because what I think and what comes out of my mouth, right, affects the way I feel, right? So if, hear me out, hear me well, if what I'm thinking affects the way I feel, then I got to be careful what I'm thinking. If I'm worried about what I'm thinking, I got to be worried about what I'm listening to. I got to pay attention to who I'm around. I know it's my buddy, but there's some people I just don't go around. There's some people you all see, and you see them coming, and you turn the other way because you don't even want to hear the conversation. Right? You know they're going to mess up your energy. Now, here's the thing. We have what you call, they call it quantum physics, but what happens is, we have this energy bubble around us. You know it's true because I can be somewhere with you because anybody know anything about math? A negative times a negative equals a negative. I mean, a negative times a positive equals a negative, right? So if I come in with this positive energy and you negative, the room get negative, right? So I don't want to be around you, right? And some people just give out negative energy all the time, right? Where did it come from? I think it comes from because we say we have a relationship with God, but we're more concerned about the world and the things that's going on in the world. And so I'm so worried about what my son is doing. I'm so worried about you dropped a shoe over here. or, or you got, I'm mad. I told Ardina. I said, Ardina, the other day we was talking. I said, Ardina, hit me and hit me well. I said, now, I don't want you. Uh, I want you to get your spirit right. I want you to get your energy right. I said, because our energy got to be right in the house. I said, because you can't get upset uh, over me uh, not line the shoe up. Now, y'all, hear me out. Y'all hear me well. I want y'all to hear me, man. Uh, all you women and men, listen. I said, Dina, you, you, you got to quit. I said, you, that is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard in my life. I said, now, here we are. I've been married for 37 years, and we have a wonderful marriage, 37 years of marriage, Josh, and we have a great marriage. Me and Ardina have a really good marriage, right? I said, but because uh, uh, the shoe uh, was, was off the rack, so I said to her, you got to check what is going on, watch this here, in your heart that you would let that shoe be off the rack affect our relationship. <laughs> y'all, we laughing about it. But y'all know, uh, people get literally mad about it. You know, I can't believe uh, you went in the refrigerator uh, 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 without washing your hands. Right? Now, oh, wait for a minute. Just tell I, I, I know it ain't right. I, Lynette already jumped out. She ready, she, ready to kill her, she ready to kill her husband already, right? But here's the point, though. I want y'all to hear me, right? What is it, what is it in my heart that make me so angry that I would fall out with you over a refrigerator? Going, I didn't do anything to you. I just opened the refrigerator. I came in the house and opened the refrigerator. So much so, man, that we're not even speaking right now. 
I'm not talking to you, you don't talk to me. So we walk through the house with all this negative crazy energy. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about, right? So I have to ask myself, what is it in my heart? Because here's what happens. And I'm really going to wrap this thing up. I'm done, I promise. I'm going to carry it out next week. This is good. Because what happens is, now I'm starting to think. In my mind, I'm starting to think. I'm getting upset, and I'm only getting upset, man, because I'm giving energy to something that don't mean nothing. And I'm thinking about something, because in the scheme of things, it don't mean a hill of beans. But once I start thinking, they know better, he know better, he know how I feel about it, and I, I start thinking about it, and I'm sitting here, I'm getting mad. Now, I, I done got in the car and left. You still at home, I come back, you still mad two hours later. So listen, it ain't got nothing to do with me. You have to ask yourself a question, man, what is going on with me that I let that affect me to that extent? Why is my heart so messed up that I let what you did affect the way I feel. Because I'm, I'm been out of shape. Uh, I, I'm making myself a victim, right, over something that really have no power. So I, I just look at it and sometimes just shake my head because I say, it don't even faze me, right? Because I'm not going to let what you do and what you affect the way I feel, right? So I got to make sure my heart is right. Now, any event that I mess up, you know what I tell her? It's on me, Adina. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, yep, it was my fault, right? I, I made a mistake. I own it real quick, right? All you do is just own it, right? I own it because I want my heart right. So when I, because when my heart right, then I think right. And once I got that coherent, then love can flow. Now, I did, Josh, it's good. You're going to learn this one. So now I get it, and I make it right, and I apologize real quick, and then the sugar is good. It works, Josh. It works, Josh. I'm telling you, it works. Right? Now, you get, now you get the sugar for real. Before you, uh, every night, she, she, when she throws you the cheek, you know you messed up. Something wrong. You got to get it right. right? But it comes down, you got to make sure your heart is right. So what I want you guys to understand, if God going to speak, and I'm really about to be done, if God going to speak through you, and every, if you're going to be like God, and you got he going, you got to make sure your heart is right, because when you speak, you're speaking on behalf of Him. So if I'm representing Him, I got to make sure my heart right, because what comes out of my mouth represents the person that gave me the power. And I got so much power, I can mess up your life by what I say, because you may be so weak. That you believe me. And then I can say something to you, and now you're miserable, man, based on what I said, because you weren't strong enough. But I'm strong enough, and I know it. So if I know it, I need to make sure my heart is right. So when I open my mouth now, I'm very careful what I say to you. So now I'm watching what I think, and I'm watching my heart. Right? And so now when they start working together, Everybody that comes in contact with me benefits, but watch this here. They really benefit from God because I gave all my power to him, and when I gave all my power to him, he gave me a signal and brought it back to me. He said, now you have the power to move this way. Now you're working on behalf of me. Now your environment changes. That's why you can walk in the room and change the environment. You can only do that, man, when your heart and your head is in right thinking. It's got to work together.
right? Uh, and so I understand this. So I want you, to, as I conclude for today, and I pick it up next week, I want you to think about this here. Everybody, I want you to think. Every time you get ready to do something, every situation you're in, hey, Diamond, I love you back there, baby. I'm glad to see you. Every time you do something, every situation that happened in your life, I want you to nail the situation down and stop it. Freeze it. Whatever it is, I don't care how bad it is. I don't care what, I don't care what it is. I want you to freeze it and make it a situation. And from that situation, determine what you're going to do with it. Now, from that point, you can make it good, bad, negative, positive, whatever you want. But don't think on it at all. Just make it a situation. Right? And so your kids didn't wash the dishes. They didn't wash it. It's a situation. Now I'm going to make a decision. Right? I ain't going to think about it. I'm just going to make a decision. Right? And I'm going to make a decision from my heart. And I'm going to do it from loving you. Right? So if I have to discipline you, I'm going to discipline you out of love. And I'm not going to think on it. I'm not going to talk about it. And once I make the decision, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to keep on my, I ain't going to call my girlfriend up on the phone. I ain't going to get on Facebook and talk about it. I'm not going to get on social media. I'm not going to do any texting. I'm done with it. Because the minute you get on Facebook, you start texting, you're going to keep on thinking about it, and it's going to get worse. Somebody else going to give you some more information, and now it gets worse and worse and worse. Right? So what God wants you to do is get out of that crazy loop. Right? Of, listen, get out of that crazy loop, right, and get on to his loop. And get your heart right and get your mind right. How's it going to happen? By getting into the word of God, getting your relationship right with him, getting right with your family, getting right with your co-workers. Hey, let the day be your birthday. Hey, let, hey, hey let's start today, y'all. Let's start today. Let's start today being a brand new creature. All things that passed away. All things become new. So now, today, I'm going to start doing this today. So I know I, ain't, I, I lied yesterday. I'm not lying today. Right? I'm gonna be, don't ask me because I'm going to tell you the truth. I know it's going to hurt, but it is what it is. Amen? Everybody stand to your feet. Give the Lord a hand clap. So as we prepare to represent God in our speaking, and if we got the power, every time we open our mouth, man, we represent God, and there's so much power coming out of our mouth. It's so much power, and we know God is working through us. We got to get our heart right and get it in sync. So if there's anything in your heart that's not right, if there's anything you know is wrong that's not right, this is time to ask God to forgive you for it. Put it in the sea of forgiveness to remember it no more. It's by heads. Dear Lord, I'm thanking you for each person in this room today and every person listening to my voice. I'm asking you, Lord, to remind them that today, today is the day that you change their life forever. That they're going to get their heart right with you. They're going to get their mind right with you. Forgive them of anything that's going on, anything they've done wrong. I'm asking you, Lord, to forgive them. And remind them that you love them so much. Give them a mind of yours so they can represent you. So when they speak and the power comes out of their mouth, it's you using them to be impactful in this world. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your anointing and your delivering power. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Get a little hand clap. I want to I wanna open the altar up for prayer for those who want prayer. Uh, I, I, got, I always forget to tell you guys about your offering, but you guys know about offering. So you know how to give online. I don't want to put no emphasis on that. Give according to how God has blessed you. Uh, whatever you give, God will give back to you good measure, press down and shaking together. He's going to bless you. Trust him on that. Amen. The altar is open, but I want to dismiss service. But I want to open the altar for those who would like someone just touch and agree with them. Lord, as we leave this place, never your presence. We ask you to be with us, guide our hearts, guide our minds, guide our spirit. Lord, help keep us in sync with you as we represent you so the people know you're still alive. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Consider yourself dismissed. The altar is open for those. Somebody want to just touch and agree with you. That's all you want. You can just tell them, just touch and agree.